Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Notorious Nerdy D Casual Wrestling Show, the single greatest casual wrestling podcast on the internet. I am your host and the current Notorious Pay-Per-View champion, Nerdy D, and joining me on the ones and twos working the mics and cameras is my better half, Level Up Lauren. What's up, y'all? Each and every week, we take a journey through the world of professional wrestling, all while learning from you guys, the audience, through your comments on social media. Make sure to like and subscribe to the show on YouTube at Notorious Nerdy D Wrestling Show or subscribe on your favorite podcasting network. We are on Spotify, Google Podcast, and on the Apple Podcast Network. Make sure to leave us a little review or comments or anything that gets us going in the algorithm. Is Rihanna joining the WWE in the near future? We will discuss that, plus our Elimination Chamber picks tonight. But first, this was an interesting weekend, right? Yeah. So even though we have clearly decided on this channel to turn off all stitches and duets, because mm-hmm. uh, I think they're absolutely pointless. They're they're just a way for other content creators to piggyback off of your content and and basically use typically toxically disagree. Right? I understand what the general purpose is. It it it, it was supposed to. I guess the feature was supposed to be used for people to piggyback off each other and kind of bounce off creativity. But but in the wrestling community, it's just used as a way for somebody to come back and shit on what you said. That's that's all it's for, right? So I woke up Sunday, Sunday morning, to a green-bearded fuck, okay? A green-bearded fuck who had downloaded one of our videos, reposted it on his page, and then threw in his two fucking cents... Uh, on what I said, and, and the entire time he was talking, he was rubbing his fucking face and, and rolling his eyes like a fucking teenage girl. <laughs> and so he decided he needed to passive-aggressively uh, try to shut down my opinions on one of my overreaction takes. Because everybody who listens to this show understands that everything I say is an overreaction. There's not a ton of thought put into this shit. I read something, then I overreact to it, and that's that's what you get. With a casual wrestling fan. That's what we do. And, uh, you know, this green, this green bearded fuck, right? He's another one of these motherfuckers who I I can't stand it when they reply to my videos and they can't do it in one take. There's like 47 versions of what they said cut together to create one little coherent video, right? I don't know if they think it looks cool with all those cuts, Makes them feel like the trendy little kids when they do 400 cuts in their videos. But I don't, I don't do that shit, right? But what they don't understand is, first off, what they don't understand is I'm not a TikToker. I'm a podcast guy who posts videos on TikTok for promotion. I'm not on TikTok making TikTok videos directly for TikTok. So every time they answer or they, or they do these little videos where they cut it together, that's, you're not going to get a response from me, right? And, and honestly, I could care less when they use me to, to promote their, their channel and they use me to springboard. <clears throat> they need an enemy, right? The IWC needs an enemy. They need somebody that they, they can all point their finger at and talk shit, right? So they use me 
to springboard and, and promote their IWC bullshit, right? To their little lemmings, whatever they are, the heel army, heel click, heel fucking crew, herd, whatever the fuck they call themselves, right? But the problem is, is when they do this, they always at me. Yeah. You know, they at me. They want to call attention. They want they want me to respond, right? And it's not them. The, the green bearded fuck doesn't really bother me that much, right? What bothers me is all of the fucking weirdo cockroaches that come out of the fucking floorboards when they do this and, and they invade my channel with all their just like weird immature bullshit because that's what these guys are right it's a bunch of weird immature motherfuckers who come out of the woodworks and it's a who's who of people who don't like what i say there was a fucking power ranger (laughs) there was one guy talking about he kept referring to him like a peepee he kept saying like something about his peepee i'm a grown fucking man i call my dick a dick i don't call it a peepee if you got a peepee you there's something fucking going on with you right yeah so it, that's the problem, right? I, I could, I can give two shits about their dumbass IWC opinions that they throw around, and they're they're little fucking, you know, they're like a little fucking crew, and they think they own the wrestling TikTok world, and it bothers them that I don't play in the sandbox, that I don't give a fuck, I don't care what they're saying, I don't really even know who half of them are. There's a hundred of these motherfuckers that all gang up together, right? And I don't know at this point. They all name themselves Heal Something. Heal Josh, Heal Kevin, Heal Joe, Heal Dipshit, right? <laughs> and, and my problem is I, I can't tell these motherfuckers apart. I don't know which is the little one touching children, and I don't know which is the one fucking dressing up for Halloween 365 days a year. I don't know the difference in these guys, nor do I fucking care because they're all cookie cutter. They're all the same thing. They all regurgitate the same fucking point of view to each other, and they make each other fucking feel good. And that's fine, but, but understand something. We, we are not alike. I am not like them. I'm not here trying to make friends. They're all trying to make friends, and they need validation on the things they say. I can give two fucks, right? I'm not, I, I don't at people for a reason. I don't at you guys because I don't give a fuck what you guys think. I don't, I don't really fucking care. You guys constantly are adding me. Y'all direct your videos towards me. And I admit, I always make the mistake. I engage back. I go back. I go, oh, fuck these guys. I'm going to go in here and I'm going to fight this battle. <clears throat> and it's not them that I end up fighting against is the problem. They, they, they engage. They at me. They bring me into the fight. Then they run off and fucking hide. They disappear like pussies. And what happens is, is their cockroaches do all the fucking arguing for them, right? Whatever they are, the IWC, the, the heel click, heel herd. I don't, I don't know what the fuck they call themselves anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, they all come out of the woodworks. I had fucking some comic book motherfucker came out of the woodworks and, and defended his green bearded boyfriend, apparently, because he can't fucking speak for himself. Right. <laughs> and, and then uh, someone told me that infamous chimed in later and Infamous's big thing is that I'm not worth the fucking time. Yet they all seem to spend so much fucking time making videos about me. True. If I'm not worth the fucking time, y'all just all leave me to fuck alone. Y'all are mad because I don't want to play in your sandbox. I don't go to the group meetings. I don't want to hang out with you guys. I'm not like you guys. I'm not doing this shit in my bedroom, right? But you know what pisses them off the most? Is all of these guys have their cash apps and their Venmos 
and their Twitch channels where they're begging and asking for money and they're telling me I make a living doing this, bro. What they don't understand is I don't, I don't fucking care. I'm not doing this for money. This is a hobby. And I do this hobby at a more professional level than what you're trying to do to make a living. And, and that sucks for you guys, right? The, the, you know, the green bearded fuck, he came at me and tells me, well, I've, I've interviewed so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm like, hey, man, I can give two shits. I don't want to interview people because as a grown fucking man, I don't envy anybody else enough to want to fucking ask them questions. What I want to do is give my overreactions and that's it. And if you think you're flexing on me because you have a Twitch channel where, where people pay you. Or, or, or send you donations. I don't give a fuck. I, outside of, of podcasting, I have a successful business. So, I mean, it, it's not a dick measuring contest. But, but he jumped to that, not me. But I don't want to interview bum-ass wrestlers. That's not what I'm here to fucking do. I'm here to, to just have fun. And clearly, these guys are all fucking, you know, it irritates them. I do this at a higher level than them. You know, they all want to comment. They all make the fucking comment. Look, bro, we're not mad. We don't dislike you. Your audio and your video are so good. <laughs> That's like fucking telling the big fat girl that she's got a good personality. Bless your heart. Yeah, like, fuck you. What you guys don't like is I won't side up with your opinions. There's clearly two sides to every argument. And I am the counter side to your IWC bullshit. I am the I am the counter side. If 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 there's conservatives and, and Democrats, there's fucking IWC and CWC, and I'm the villain that they need, and they they fucking love to come after me. They love to make their videos and, and at me, but but I'm not gonna turn this into wrestling politics because I just like I said, I don't know who they are for the most part, and I really don't give a shit who they are. So I, I figured out a simple fix, right? Okay. I, I have a fix, and I don't understand because I hear so many of these people talk about this weird, like flex mentality that they talk about where they go as a creator, you should take pride in not blocking people. I don't give a fuck. Everything I do, I run like a business. You know that about me. Yes. Even if I'm doing it for fun, I run it like a business and I would never let somebody come into my business with toxic bullshit energy and not and not handle that accordingly. So what I'm going to do from here on out is look, if the if the green bearded fucks and the infamous if they don't like me, then just block me and I'll block you. And we don't have to have any fucking interaction, right? We don't have to engage. We don't have to talk to each other. You don't have to see what I'm doing and Lord knows I already don't see what you're doing, but this will just make sure I don't see what you're doing. I don't make, I don't make my content. I don't make my podcast for people like you anyway. Those things are not directed towards people like you. I know my audience. I have an audience that is a casual wrestling fan base. And if that irritates you guys that I decided to do a podcast aimed at the people that you guys want to fucking go after all the time, I'm sorry. I don't really give a fuck if that irritates you guys, but, but what I'm done, I'm not going to do is I'm not going to put up a toxic energy anymore. I'm I'm a fucking block people. I don't care. You could disagree with me. I've had plenty of, of conversations with people who disagree and it's fun. But if you come in with toxic bullshit, I'm pulling a trigger, right? I, I would, and, and you're just creating an echo chamber. Somebody said, yeah, so fucking what? I'm not, I'm not here to save the world of wrestling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yes, I'm creating an echo chamber of people who are like me, 
that I want to fucking be around that I want to talk wrestling with. If I'm creating an echo chamber, I'm fucking great. If, I, if I'm creating an echo chamber of CWC non-dickheads, fuck yeah. That's what I want my channel to represent. I'm not, I'm not trying to prove, right? So, and, and look, the green-bearded fuck, he was clearly condescending in his video, rubbing his fucking face, rolling his fucking eyes. He's going to run back and try to cry, you know, this guy doesn't like people who disagree with him. I, like I said, I don't give two fucks. But just tell your weird fucking cockroach fans to quit coming out of the fucking walls <laughs> and, and, and disturbing what I got fucking going on. Because I'm not going after you. I, I could give two shits what you do. Go say the stupid shit you say over and over in your mom's fucking be- in your mom's bedroom. Because they all, like, you could literally just line them up side by side and they all have the same fucking bedroom. It's, it's the same fucking bedroom. Yeah. I, I just, you know. That's all I'm going to say about that. And that's it. And then I'm not going to talk about this shit anymore. I'm, ti- I'm fucking tired of it. Like I said, I'm just going to block these people. I want positive energy around this show. I'm having too much fun. And when this becomes not fun, it's when I stop fucking doing it. Cause I'm not trying to make money. I'm trying to do something for fun. And there are, I will shout out. And later in the episode, I have some shout outs for people of content that I do enjoy of people who clearly I'm sure don't agree with everything I do, but at least they're not fucking irritating about it. Yeah. All right, so this episode right. is definitely a day late. I do know that. It's because I've been sick as a fucking dog all week. Um, but I did know we had to get our Elimination Chamber uh, content out. So, uh, And we do. We are still doing our Elimination Chamber contest. I got it all set up uh, earlier today. You'll have about 24 hours to sign up and get in before the pay-per-view. So All right. there's one day to get in. <laughs> so I know we won't have the same numbers that we did last time. Because I was Maybe impressed. Maybe this time, though. Would I email the person back that they won? Yeah. Let us know who they are. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully. Um, what else do I have here? <clears throat> I'm going to cough a lot to this episode. Uh, we were in Dallas all week for a cheer competition, which made the fucking green beard fuck thing even worse, you know, because I wasn't <laughs> at home to really fucking have all my shit together. But uh, I was unable to get to my sweet, sweet liquid death. And I've had a couple, I've seen a couple of the people who listen to our show. I've seen them convert over and I see them drinking the liquid death, which means liquid death. You motherfuckers. I'm out here promoting the product, right? Mm-hmm. And I was in Dallas all week and I couldn't get my hands on my sweet, sweet liquid death. So I sampled some other waters. Okay. Ooh. And there were some other good. I had some crazy water. It was called. Mm-hmm. I had one bottle of water that was in like this beautiful, like mountain range of a, of yeah. a plastic bottle. And I officially decided until liquid death acknowledges me, like Roman Reigns, until Liquid Death acknowledges me, this will be the last Liquid Death I drink on air. I will be sampling other waters during episodes and seeing if I can find a replacement because they need to acknowledge me. And at first, I asked for a poster. I wanted a poster, okay? Mm-hmm. I wanted a Liquid Death poster. I've upped the ante now, Liquid Death. <laughs> I want a Liquid Death title belt. Ooh, Liquid yeah. Death needs to send me a wrestling title belt so that I can feel acknowledged as an official liquid death wrestling podcaster. Yeah. So I'm waiting. I'll be waiting your move liquid death. It's your move. It's a belt or I'm fucking turning these people. 
We'll get a new wall. We'll go full on rivalry, right? Rivalry going into WrestleMania. I'll make this a thing. I will represent another water brand. Don't make me fucking do it. <laughs> All right. So last week for the Hall of Shame, mm-hmm. our poll was the rated R superstar Edge versus Alberto Del Rio. Uh, and while we had some strong defenders of yes. uh, the Alberto Del Rio, he did come up short as expected. Uh, you can go to graphic one here. Graphic one. <laughs> with 66% of the vote, which I thought it would be even more overwhelming than that. But with 66% of the vote, Edge got 34% of the vote. Uh, Alberto Del Rio is the newest member of the Notorious Hall of Shame. This week's Hall of Shame poll, which uh, FYI, we'll be running this up until WrestleMania. So I think this is something we will do every year from about February to WrestleMania. The Hall of Shame? Yeah, we'll induct new members. Because we're not going to do this year round. We'll find something new to transition into. Yeah. After this. So what do we got? Like six weeks, eight weeks until WrestleMania. So we got about six or eight more of these. But for this week, I decided to bring up graphic number two. We've got JBL who has been, uh, there are accusations of bullying other wrestlers and WWE talent. He's been known to be kind of a jerk face. And then we have Seth freaking Rollins, who uh, apparently cheated on his fiance, Layla no. Schultz, with a former NXT star, Zara, Zara Schreiber. And uh, there was some some dirty photos put out of Mr. Rollins Damn. by some by some pissed off people. Damn. So we'll find out. I think this one may be a little closer because this is representing kind of two different. Yeah. Two different worlds. Right. Because JBL, he's just kind of a jerk. And I then like Seth JBL. Rollins is. Uh, is yeah. I like I hated Seth Rollins, but then <clears throat> now I like him. And now right. I don't know how I feel. All right. Let's jump into this week's overreactions. Okay. So these are going to be way shorter than normal because right. we're late in the week on this episode. And let's go. by the time this gets posted, that we'll already be on to the next SmackDown. So I'll give some quick SmackDown reactions here. Uh, uh, watching SmackDown. I, my first reaction from SmackDown this week, past week was Naomi can go, man. Naomi's got a motor on her. Her and Charlotte put on a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. They went, it felt, it felt like at least 30 minutes. It was a solid match that ended with uh, Charlotte going over. And it's, it's led to this build for the uh, Ronda, Naomi, Charlotte, Sonya match. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Naomi's, <clears throat> I guess I've slept on Naomi a little bit when I think of, and, and I want in the next couple of weeks, I want to do my, uh, one of the burning questions. I want to rate the women's superstars of both companies. Okay. Because I, I find some weird, like, when I really sit down and look at a list, I started it last night. I, I started seeing people in places that I didn't think I'd put them. But Naomi's definitely a lot higher than I would have. If you just asked me, I wouldn't have put her as high as I think she deserves to be. Okay. So we know we're getting uh, the, the tag team match. But I think, do you think we're getting Sonya versus Naomi at WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, because they've had so much build up to it that I think that there's more to the story. I'd be disappointed if we didn't at this point, because I feel like this is one of those storylines. They've actually let it bake a long time. This has been in the works for quite a bit of time. And I think it's, it would be a great mid card match at WrestleMania. Yeah. It's something that slides into that card real pretty. Doesn't need to be a main event, but it's had so much time to build that, uh, 
that I think it, it's a worthy WrestleMania. It's worth putting on the card. Um, I didn't love the backstage interview formula that they used on SmackDown this past mm-hmm. week with uh, Roman Reigns and Goldberg. It felt hokey to me. Okay. Almost felt like a like a like a Mari, like a talk show. <laughs> it was weird, right? They're just like sitting on couches in the yeah. back. Why are we not? Why? Are, unless those guys weren't there and those were pre-recorded, is all I can think. Why is that not happening in front of the WWE audience? Why are they not cutting these promos out in in the crowd? Um, yeah, it, that was just weird to me. I still am a fan, and I've had a few people tell me this that they that they also like the idea, and that they had, not that I came up with the idea that they had the idea. I like the idea of a UFC style press conference. Yeah, I think that sounds pretty cool. <clears throat> Where you could have Goldberg and Roman Reigns talk face to face and let them legitimately talk shit to each other and build the story that way. This, this behind the scenes sitting on the couch thing. I didn't, I didn't love that. Yeah. Um, and then just a question I had is what, what the fuck is in store for Sami Zayn? Who knows? Uh, he's doing these, <laughs> he's doing these live podcasts. People are getting electrocuted. It's, it's out of hand. Lots of, lots of electrocuting going on around Sami Zayn. I still like him though. Where are we headed at WrestleMania? I heard someone say, that we're headed towards a Johnny Knoxville versus uh, Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Is that a match anybody really wants to see? I mean, no, because Johnny Knoxville looks super old right now. I agree, well, and geriatric. I don't. I mean, and I don't. Yeah, I guess uh, WrestleMania needs a certain amount of matches that just get like national media headlines. And I guess even after Royal Rumble, there's more to squeeze out of that orange. Yeah. Uh, my raw overreactions. Mm-hmm. We we started with the uh, obligatory everyone talk in the ring at once moment. Six guys in the ring, clusterfuck. Everybody's giving their two cents on why they deserve to be there. Uh, problem with segments like that, it gets exposed really quickly who can talk and who can't talk. Yes. And Bobby Lashley struggles on a microphone, man. Just when I was starting to build up an appreciation for him, I don't understand why we have MVP come out with him. And then let him do all this talking. He, you know, yeah. I, I get it. Sometimes you got to let a guy kind of sink or swim. But when you're the the champion, you can't be out there just flubbling, right? Just messing up fucking words. He looked, I, he looked like confused half the time. His his speech pattern was really fucking weird to me. Sometimes when they have somebody else speak for them, it builds a mystique around them. Someone as big as Bobby Lashley definitely doesn't need to talk. Let MVP do the talking for him. The problem is, is when you get Seth out there, Seth's really good on a microphone. Yeah. AJ Styles can fucking hold his own on a microphone, right? Mm-hmm. Austin Theory doesn't need to say much. He's Austin uh, Theory. And Riddle's just got this. That look. That's and he's nice. just got, he could just, bro. Yeah. He, everybody's going to laugh at what he says. So Bobby definitely looked like the weakest link on a microphone in that ring. And that exposes that. Uh, still, I, we'll get to our predictions in a minute. But uh, I think that that was just a fucking nail in the coffin for Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 24 seven belt was, uh, got changed. I don't know if you knew that, uh, Dana Brooke got, got pinned by, I forgot the fucking guy's name. I think it's Reggie something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 24 seven belt should be on every episode of wrestling. It should change hands every point in time. It should change hands during the week on social media. It would be it, funny. It's a fun belt. It, it It's actually a fun belt to kind of just see change hands and, and not be taken seriously. 
for as serious as they try to, now they don't do a good job of it. They try to make all the belts seem prestigious and, and, and they try to make those serious belts. There, there's a little bit of a comedic relief for the, for the 24 seven belt. I still miss the hardcore belt though. The hardcore belt was amazing. It was a belt that could be, uh, you could pin someone anywhere. It really? didn't matter where you I had never heard of that one. It was a dope belt. It was all broken up and stuff. And then we found out that Alexa Bliss is going to be in the chamber match, right? So it's about yeah. time. It's about time Alexa's back. The women need an injection. They need just they feel stale with the women. Um, what are her legitimate odds of winning? I, I, why do you put her in here if, if she doesn't have a legitimate chance to win? True. And if she doesn't win, then who does she come out of this feuding with, right? Yeah. Right off the top of my head, I say either Rhea Ripley or Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan seems legitimate. Um, yeah, but what is the path forward? If if the rumors are true and Bianca is going to get her redemption at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. then, then where does that leave Alexa Bliss? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I had dynamite reactions that I wrote down, but these were for last week and there's been another dynamite. So I'm really not going to go too much into it. What I am going to just say is uh, I'm going to talk about a little more about the Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, What do you call it? Debut last week. Yeah. And my guy, uh, Jay knows wrestling. He said something that really caught my attention. He goes, Keith Lee is a comedy wrestler. And it took me a second. He caught me off guard because a lot of what he says, you have to you have to watch every video Jay does to understand that he has a tone and he has a sense of humor. And once you catch that, then the shit he says is hilarious, right? But when he said this, it caught me off guard. I was like, well, Keith Lee's not really a comedy wrestler, is he? But then I got it, right? Keith Lee's so much fucking bigger than everybody that it's comedic when he's in the ring. When he runs people over and they go flying 30 feet into the stands. Yeah. It's funny. Especially. So it is funny. I, I, I get 100% what he's saying. Yeah. And then um, a new creator. I don't know if he's new. I'm not going to say new because I don't, I don't fucking know. But I, I've just started following his content. His name is Just Observing 81. And I like his content a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a nice breakdown on the corner that Keith Lee's debut kind of painted them into. And this was a thought that I kind of had when I, when I watched it and then seeing him articulate it, really put it into perspective for me. They, AEW's kind of painted themselves into a corner with this situation, right? Because Keith Lee either comes out and he, so this match he won, he's now in a a ladder match at the pay-per-view. Okay. So he either runs through everybody there and we have another ex WWE guy coming in and kind of stealing the show or he gets beat in that match and it just kind of ruins his debut altogether. It kind of kills the push before it gets started. Mm -hmm. Right. The other option is they could bring in a third party to interfere in the match, which hopefully, I mean, I guess that's the direction you almost have to go. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. And I just, I never know what the AW, what the hell they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, I, supposedly they're the super witty company, right? Their storylines have been going on for three years and stuff like that. I, <laughs> but to be honest with you, like I'm not going to shit on it. I enjoyed last week's episode. I really did. I like shout out to CM Punk and MJF. The, what they've got going on is extremely entertaining. It's fun. I mean, Richie Rich and, and PG Punk are putting on a hell of a program. I like it. Uh, let's get to the dirt sheets for this week. 
So biggest story of the week and got a few people who sent questions to us asking us to answer this, but I knew we'd get to this uh, today anyway, is Cody Rhodes is uh, apparently left the AEW and is en route to WWE. Now, I'm going to take everything with a grain of salt here. And I'm going to, I'm going to, before I get into why this could make sense, I'm going to say, I, it doesn't like, it doesn't fully make sense to me because they're still promoting him on TBS, I believe Mm -hmm. for the go big show. Yeah. Apparently the, uh, roads to the top was renewed for a season two. Okay. So it feels weird that he would jump ship with all of that going on. It still feels like this is a work to me. And and uh, like shout out to AEW and Cody, if they're really going to try and pull off this big of a work going into WrestleMania season, they can generate a lot of noise by, by teasing Cody's return to WWE and he just never shows up. Mm -hmm. Now let's just play devil's advocate though. Let's pretend this is real. Let's let's say this is legit, right? Cody's relationship with AEW has has diminished to a point where he goes, I don't want to do it anymore. Does it make sense for Cody to go back to the WWE? I think so. Okay. I think so because he's not the same Cody that left the WWE, right? We've spoke about this before and people don't necessarily love when I say this, but AEW is a regional wrestling company. Huge in the United States, but they're not a huge global reach. Mm-hmm. WWE is a global monster. So if Cody's trying to build up kind of life after wrestling, if he's trying to live up to his dad's kind of image, then WWE is a great place for him to rebuild a global brand, right? Yes. And let's say they cancel or, or, or they don't renew his, his roads to the top. Well, WWE has a, a hell of a working relationship with the E-Network. Uh-huh. And they definitely can produce a, a great reality television show based around Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, right? I liked the Rhodes to the top. Now, the rumor is if Cody's going to WWE, Brandy's not going with him. That seems a little weird to me, too, right? Because yeah. WWE could use women wrestlers right now. Mm-hmm. And while Brandy's not amazing, she is she kind of fits the WWE mold of a, a very attractive woman who can wrestle. And she definitely has her own look. Yeah. So I I guess that part didn't make sense to me. Now, Cody could come into WWE and he could get the kind of like superstar schedule, right? Mm -hmm. He could work that lighter schedule. And and it's no doubt that WWE needs a couple more ticket movers. They need a couple more guys who can sell tickets. And Cody can sell tickets. Like him or hate him, Cody can sell tickets. Now, here's what I find interesting. And I say this all the time. And this is a compliment to the AEW fans. Okay. AEW fans are smarter wrestling fans. For the most part. They're still smart WWE fans. But for the most part, AEW wrestling fans are a smarter fan base. They kind of know the ins and outs and what goes on behind the scenes, right? So Cody gets all this hate because the AEW fans, they kind of know the real Cody. Whereas I think WWE fans, I don't think they really give a shit about the real Cody, right? They just go, oh my God, Cody's back and they're fucking out. We're excited because Cody's back, right? So I, I think the casual WWE audience would accept Cody back in a either hero or heel situation. 
But but that's kind of my two cents. I do think it would make sense for him to come back. I even at one point thought, shit, if it's real, take away that title for title match and at WrestleMania go Cody versus Seth Rollins for the WWE title. That would be crazy. And it, it would be a big deal. But, you know, how how legitimate is this? I don't know. I'd say take it with a grain of salt. It feels like like they're up to something. And, and, and if it is, it's a smart marketing maneuver on AEW and Cody Rhodes part. It's a little bit dirty. And if you start playing dirty, you got to expect that WWE will play dirty back. But, yeah. but it's fucking smart, man. Yeah. Story number two is uh, there's a story going around that it's almost a done deal. And, and this makes me sad that we can't go to WrestleMania. That Stone Cold Steve Austin will be fighting Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so I love this for KO because I felt like it started to feel like Kevin Owens was getting pushed to the side, right? You did mention that. And, yes. and I think that's where this story's going is that like Kevin's going to feel left out. Am I going to be at WrestleMania? What's my purpose of being at WrestleMania? All of a sudden, Austin's going to show up and go, I'll be your reason to be at WrestleMania. And they're going to go put on a match that that probably is a fucking classic. Now, how much does Stone Cold have left in the tank? Oh, everything. You Stone think Cold. so? You think Stone Cold got it? I love Stone Cold. I love Stone Cold too, but I don't know what he's got left in the gas tank. Look at him. Look, you just say some crazy shit. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like an old fucking bald white man. Nah, he's still got it going on. I mean, his knees were fucking (laughs) fragile when he was young. I can't imagine that that knee's gotten any better. (laughs) I always wanted this match for CM Punk. This is always what I imagined. I always thought Stone Cold and CM Punk would have been one of the greatest wrestling matches of like a legend versus a current superstar. But if I can't have CM Punk, I am all fucking in for getting Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, fucking sign me up. I'm trying to figure out a way to fly to Dallas for that and then be in South Padre for our other thing we got going on at the same fucking time, right? Yeah. (sighs) But then they're teasing that there's a second surprise match that's going to be on the same level as Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that led me to ask a question to our audience, right? I want to ask our audience because I couldn't think who do you consider on the same level as Stone Cold Steve Austin? That's a short list, right? Okay. <clears throat> the Rock. That's the first one that... Ric Flair. You think they'll bring Rick back? No, I don't. But oh, I'm just okay. saying who is on that list. If they're, if they're claiming they have a second person on the level of Stone Cold Steve Austin penciled in for WrestleMania, who can that be? Who could that possibly be? Brett Michaels? You think he'd come back? I just said Brett Michaels. Yeah, I did man, not I was. Brett- I wouldn't even say anything. Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels, yes. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, you could. I think uh, you could do something cool with Sean Michaels. I don't know. Yeah, I, but I want to hear from everybody else. I don't even have an opinion on that. That's a good I don't question. even know. Um, there's like a hair hanging off of my microphone that is pissing it's me off. It's probably mine. I'm guessing it is. Yeah. Did you find it? I think I got it. All right, okay. now we can move on. All right, so uh, Brock Lesnar was on Pat McAfee this uh, this past week. Yes, he, he was. did an interview and he talked about uh, a lot of different things. He talked about his anxiety, talked about his relationship with Vince McMahon. Just right off the bat, I was, shout out to Pat McAfee. I, just, I think I say that right because I don't think it's McAfee. It's it's McAfee. Maybe it is. McAfee. Pat McAfee. Like the yeah, software I think that's right. stuff. McAfee. Uh, but he has done. Pat McAfee has done an amazing job of putting eyes on wrestlers to an audience that doesn't normally see them. 
he, he, his interview style by far is my favorite interview star. And I, and I watch him on a regular basis for his football insights, mm-hmm. but the way he interviews these wrestlers, he gets them to open up in ways that they don't open up in other outlets, right? A yeah. lot of wrestling podcasters, and this is, I'm going to get shit on for this. <laughs> They're nerds, right? They ask the nerdy questions. They don't ask the human aspect questions, right? And Pat is kind of a fucking bro, right? And he gets in there and he asks more, not hard-hitting questions, but just questions that loosen people up. And seeing Brock Lesnar, it, it shined a whole different light on him to me, right? Mm-hmm. Brock just looks like a guy who was enjoy. He enjoyed being there. He enjoys wrestling. He enjoys what he's doing. I thought that Brock Lesnar interview was just fucking amazing. I think Brock Lesnar kind of came off as a misunderstood person. I would right? agree. Yeah. He, they, they said, everybody kind of says he's an asshole. He's, he's rude. He's, he's mean, but he just kind of came off to me as like, yeah, he doesn't like small talk. And there's a lot of fucking people, myself included, yeah. who who fall into that category. I can get on a microphone. I can talk. I can have a personality when I have to. But when I don't have to, I, I really don't want to be friendly and talk to people. I want to go straight to my room. I want to be with my family and my friends. And that's it. Right. Uh, his Stone Cold Steve Austin impression. Oh, my God. Fucking 10 out of 10. Hell, yeah. He was amazing. I mean, that shit. And and then I loved the fact that he talked about, you know, fuck the Hall of Fame and fuck what people think, because that's that's the best attitude to have these days. Right. Mm-hmm. You just do what you do. You just get go out, do what you're paid to do, do it well, and then fuck what they what they say after you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, just enjoy what you're doing. He uh, he said, I don't need the fucking money. I'm here because I enjoy this. Yeah. So I thought that I mean, I've seen now I've seen a Roman Reigns interview. With Pat McAfee. Loved it. I've seen a Big E interview. I've seen a Bobby Lashley. Liked it. And I've seen a Brock Lesnar and a Seth Rollins. And after every one of those interviews, I came out, even with people I already enjoyed and liked, I came out with an even better taste in my mouth for each one of them. For like, sure. It just made me go like, oh, these are these are pretty good fucking dudes. Like, And maybe it's just Pat does that, but but I, I fucking, I'm a big fan of Pat McAfee. Last, uh, last story of the day is, oh, this is the one we teased. Okay. Bianca Belair has extended an open invitation to Rihanna <laughs> to at some point in time, become her tag team partner in the WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've never, like I've, I've gone on, I've been quoted as saying, I'm not a fan of celebrities in wrestling. I don't love Johnny Knoxville. Uh, that I didn't love when AT, AT, AEW did some stuff and uh, what was the girl's name? Rosario Dawson, right? Yeah. When she jumped over the rail. I don't I don't love it because it it tends to take away from there has to be a little bit of realism, right? Mm-hmm. And when celebrities get involved, it makes it even the bad bunny stuff. And shout out to Bad Bunny for putting in he the work. Good. He put in the work, but even then it's still like in the Royal Rumble when he's eliminating people it just kind of devalues what that person has done up until that point. Right (laughs) now, Rihanna's pregnant right now. Correct. Yes. So there's no, there's zero chance. She shows up at WrestleMania for sure. She's not a celebrity sighting. This is, I think this stems from the fact that like, uh, Bianca Belair and Rihanna have done some kind of makeup deal. Is it Fenty? Fenty. Fenty. So there, so Bianca Belair wears the Fenty lipstick, I believe. Mm hmm. And you know, it was good. Make a brand like it. 
I mean, I guess if Rihanna wants to go the Bad Bunny route and really put in the work and uh, show up in WWE, I'd be, you know, I'd be up I'd to see it. what happens for it. Could it be like a valet situation? I think that's more of a realistic opportunity, right? Yeah. Her coming to the ring with Bianca Belair at some yeah, point. Yeah, would be cool. Uh, but Snooki, Snooki did it. Mm-hmm. Snooki showed up at a WrestleMania. Yeah. And she she performed and Maria Menudos has done it. So it's not unheard of for celebrities to come out and wrestle one match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, just yeah, just on a, like another note, it does feel like the the makeup deal between Bianca Belair and Rihanna. I went onto their website and while it, it looks like like Fenty's using Bianca Belair to reach the wrestling audience, mm-hmm. when you go to the website, there's no mention of it. And it's weird to me. I think WWE is a very underutilized audience for like women, for women and and marketing towards women, right? Like, yeah, I could see women buying makeup because of Bianca Belair. So if you went, for sure, if you went to that website and and it was like, I wanted stuff because of the Bellas, right? That's that's where I was going to go was the Bellas really kind of started that, right? Like branding things and buying things. And I'm a huge, uh, a huge advocate of buying products from people I support. Going back to Brock Lesnar, we saw the bearded guy seasoning. Yeah. And there's a branded Brock Lesnar. And I immediately was like, get online. I'm going to order this because I'm a fan of Brock Lesnar. I've ordered the JR barbecue sauce. Uh Uh-huh. And numerous other things I've ordered to support people I am fans of. We got the Jersey Shore uh, marinara sauce one time. Yeah, and and, and I even imagine that was not because we were a fan. That went right past me. That was because we thought it was funny. But like the makeup, right? Our daughter has to wear makeup for cheerleading. She's a huge fan of Bianca Belair. I see us fucking forking out whatever the money is for for Bianca Belair lipstick, right? Just so I think it's kind of an underutilized market for WWE. And and so I think this is kind of the beginning of something cool that the Bellas kind of paved the way, and hopefully Bianca Belair is able to just like expand upon that idea with with yeah. stuff that is marketed towards women and little girls. Yes, sir. All right, let's get to this week's burning question. Burn it down. You doubled that one. Yep. All right, so this week's burning question, of course, will be the elimination chamber predictions. Did you make your predictions? Yes, I did. Are you going to make them on the fly here? Yes, I did. Don't be don't be copying mine. I'm not going to copy. I got my own mind. <clears throat> All right. So elimination chamber predictions. I believe there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches on the card. Mm-hmm. I imagine one of those is going to go to the pre-show at some point, but we don't know yet. Uh, first off, right off the bat, we got Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. Who are you taking in this match? Uh, the Miz. All right, so we both have the Miz in this first match. Yeah, I don't. I th- the Miz needs one. It feels like right, like he's due a win. After he got beat up by Edge, I feel like he and I and I still feel like in the back of my head they're brewing up something with Rey Mysterio and Dominic, and maybe the Miz is the guy that could splinter that relationship because they tease Sammy. Remember. Yes. Sammy started it and then they went away from it. So I'm thinking maybe the Miz is the catalyst for that going into WrestleMania. Yeah. I just like the Miz. That's why I chose him. All right. We got Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Who do you got there? Um, I'm going to choose Drew McIntyre because 
I don't really like Mad Cat Moss. Now you understand if you pick all the same I'm ones as me. I'm not choosing all I the just, same ones as you. I just by default get to keep the belt, correct? Maybe. I get to keep this bad boy. If you just if we just push, push goes to the champ. Well, I feel like some of these are a no-brainer. Like right? who's you know? really going to vote for Mad Cat Moss? Well, you feel like at some point no, Why he's would they just, just meant to lose. So you don't think there's any chance Baron Corbin could cost Drew McIntyre the match? Oh, I didn't think about Wait, that. Wait, yeah, because I might want to change my pick. Hold on. I'm still going to stay with Drew. But I, that's actually a very valid point. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Madcap Moss. Because I think what we're going to get at WrestleMania... Well, no. Uh, I'm sticking with Drew. I'm sticking with Drew. Okay. I don't like it yet, but I do think there's a chance that Baron Corbin gets involved in that. All right, Ronda and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville. Who do you got? I'm going to go Charlotte and Sonya. <laughs> All right, so this is one where we're going to differ. I got Ronda and Naomi. WWE is not typically in the business of why. So why diminish Ronda Rousey going into a, a title match? I don't see... Now, I did hear that there were rumors of, like, a weird stipulation of, like, Ronda having to fight with one hand tied behind her back. Oh, why? I, I don't know. I read that somewhere. The and fuck? I hope that's not true. But Yeah, that's weird. <clears throat> you know, <sighs> I could see Ronda getting the win over Sonya in that match, which leads to Charlotte kind of panicking going into WrestleMania. But we at least we have a different one there. Yes. All right, we got the Usos and the Viking Raiders. Who do you got? Um, I mean, come on now. The, the Usos. Viking Raiders. I, yeah, I'm going for the Viking Raiders. Usos, of course. I'm with the Usos too. I think. I mean, I'm with you. That's one of the ones that's on the card. That's kind of a no-brainer. Yes. The Usos don't lose the tag team titles until Roman Reigns loses the Universal Championship. I agree with There's you. There's just no reason to diminish the bloodline until that point. Yes, sir. Uh, the other one that I think is just a straight wash is uh, Becky Lynch versus Lita. You're Becky? Yes, Team Becky. 100%. Okay, so we're both Becky. So, so far, the only match that's going to matter is Ronda Naomi versus Charlotte Sonya. True. And that scares me because I could see that going either way. Yeah. All right, so who you got? Roman Goldberg. <sighs> Roman? Yes. All right, so we're both Roman. All right, so here we go. Let's get to the chamber now. The two okay. chamber matches. Women's chamber match is Alexa Bliss, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash. Dewdrop, Help me right? here, Dewdrop, and oh, you said Alexa Bliss, right? Yeah. Did I Liv, name everybody? So Liv Morgan, Liv Rhea Morgan. Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and Alexa Bliss. All right, who you got? I'm gonna go Team Alexa here. Ooh, interesting. I, I like it. That's, I'm glad she's back. A, I missed her. That's a spicy pick. I love her. That's a ooh. Who's spicy? I like that. <laughs> well, because because I it. It does. I just feel like, why are you going to bring her back in this particular match? You could bring her back at any time. I agree. Um, you don't let her go away and have this whole buildup and the story of going to therapy. I don't just let her fizzle. I don't disagree. That's I don't. My you could have brought her back in in multiple different situations. Mm -hmm. I still though, am going Bianca Belair. Gotta go with my girl Bianca Belair. Well, I think right. that I I hope that they're writing the wrong and Bianca will win the the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. She right. deserves that WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Now, men's uh, chamber match, we okay. have Brock Lesnar, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, AJ Riddle. Style, Riddle, and Seth Rollins. Yeah. So this is where 
it got dicey for me. It was easy for me. The Cody Rhodes rumors bug me. Because if Cody Rhodes is really, really possibly coming back to the WWE, they, there was always talk of Seth Rollins being the champion going into WrestleMania. Okay. And the truth of the matter is Brock Lesnar doesn't need a title. They don't need title for title to make Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns interesting. They no. just They don't have to have that. So there's a piece of me that really wants to go Seth Rollins. Well, that Seth Rollins pulls it off on the long shot. What I'm you, going Seth Rollins. Oh, so you are going Seth Rollins. Hell so yeah. every everything I just stated right there was, was not not because you said it. But no, because, no, I don't mean that. But I mean you you have that same. You were thinking the same same path there. I just I like Seth Rollins. I feel like he's meant for greatness. You don't put him in a corner and forget who he is. I don't know what you do with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania if he's not a champion. I don't. What, what are they building to there? I don't know. But I don't see Brock Lesnar losing again. I just, like, the odds. But you said he's Brock Lesnar. He doesn't need a championship. Yeah, but the, typically Brock don't lose twice in a row. Yeah, he's kind of a badass. He got screwed. I'm going to stick with my He got face. screwed at the Rumble. I'm going Brock Lesnar. So, okay. So, we have a few different uh, points of contention right, here. So, go back. What were yours? So, overall. Mm-hmm. I have uh, The Miz beating Rey Mysterio. Uh-huh. I have Drew McIntyre beating Madcap Moss, even though I'm fucking nervous about that. Okay. Ronda and Naomi going over Charlotte and Sonya. Okay. I have The Usos going over the Viking Raiders. I have Becky Lynch going over Lita. I have Roman going over Goldberg. I have Bianca Belair winning the Women's Chamber. And I have Brock Lesnar winning the Men's Chamber. Okay. And so our three differences are I'm Charlotte Sonya, uh... <coughs> and our women's and men's chamber winners. You've got Alexa and Seth. I like those though. Yeah. I like. I wish I had the balls to make those choices. Well, you got to go bigger, go home. Bro. No, no. When the title's on the line, though, okay. and I've I've already claimed I've got a long run ahead of me. We'll see. I feel good about my choices here. We'll see. All right. In the comments this week. So on my drive home, because I did not get to watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And and I believe this was uh, early day Sunday. I uh, I saw a video by Hyper X Wrestling, right? Uh huh. And he asked who was going to win the Super Bowl. Not wrestling related, but it's, it's he's a creator that I like. Yeah. So I just threw my answer out there: the Rams. Even though I was really like in my heart for the Bengals, mm-hmm. I felt like the Rams were going to win. Hyper X comes back and hits me with a, "I'll tell you what." If the Bengals lose, I'll do a TikTok dance. But if the Rams lose, you got to give me a shout out on the podcast. So. Okay. History's already been written. The Mm -hmm. Rams won, correct? Yes. First off, I'm just going to give a shout out to HyperX because I enjoy his fucking content and I don't need a bet to come out and say that. So if you're not following, uh, it's it's actually HyperX underscore wrestling underscore 30. If you're not following him. He does uh, a lot of fun hypotheticals yeah. in wrestling. And he also does hypotheticals in like the comic book and like superhero world. Cool, cool. Lots of fun shit. I enjoy it. I don't watch a lot of other, like, it's not a lie when I say I don't watch a lot of other content creators mm-hmm. because I don't want to sway my opinion. It's not that I'm an asshole. I watch football videos and things like that, basketball. Yeah. But I enjoy, I do enjoy his stuff. So shout out to him. Now. He's already paid up on this bet. 
Okay. He has posted a video, a dance video that he has uh, he has added at us. I'm going to. There's now a feature on TikTok where you can uh, you can repost somebody's video, and it just pushes that video out to all of our followers. So I'll be doing that. But also make sure give him a follow because his content is uh, it's definitely worth watching. It's fun, and he also does some of that uh, those promo battle shit. Okay. Where like you, these people cut promos on each other, and that's pretty entertaining stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could never do it. I would be way, t- I would get you way get too, way too into, way it. too personal, way too fast. Yes. I'd be researching people's fucking personal lives and shit. Yeah. Uh, second comment of the day comes from Elliot. Try in eighty one. Uh huh. He commented, uh, "Personally, I'd scrap the U.S. and icy belts." And have a Raw and SmackDown title, then a Universal title that gets defended on uh, both rosters. Uh-huh. So this was in reference to us uh, talking about the belts last week. Yes. I love this idea. This is an idea that I've never, ever thought of. <laughs> Instead of taking away one of the two major belts, let's add a third one. Let's keep the Raw belt which is the WWE title, and let's call it the Raw Men's Championship. And let's turn the Universal into the SmackDown Men's Championship. Oh, I agree. Then let's have a grand champion. One belt that can float back and forth between both shows. And this is your big, this is your main event. This is your big show. This is the the, the big, big deal, right? I feel like that's genius. Whoever, and I don't know why I've never thought of it that way, but it's like a grand championship. And I love the design of the, uh, this belt right here. Yeah. This has always been my favorite belt. Yeah, you always This is the old world heavyweight belt. I love the design of that belt. It just looks substantial. Yeah, it just, I mean, it just looks like, you're the fucking champion of, of the fucking... That looks universal to me. Whereas having two belts that look exactly alike doesn't make sense that they have different names. So just take the take the black belt, turn it red. It's uh-huh. already, <clears throat> we've already had a red belt. I've been corrected on this numerous fucking times. Okay. We've, we've got a blue belt. Let's make those, you know, the individual show championships. What does it hurt to have more belts? It's what I don't fucking understand. We already misuse them. Yeah. And, and then then you could use the intercontinental and the United States really as developmental belts, the way they're intended to be used, Mm -hmm. put them on young guys and get those guys over. Yeah. But you'd also have two major belts that you could use as well. So I love that idea, Elliot. I thought that was a fucking hell of idea after Elliot. He was the first one I saw mention it. There were numerous other people who had the same idea, but I wanted to give credit to the first person I saw. uh, Give me that opinion. All right, let's get into 20 questions for the week. Okay. I can go take some medicine and go back to sleep. And I'll shut up this time. <laughs> you got called out. Somebody told me I talk too much. You interrupt too much. I'll be quiet. I'll shut up. I, I'm sitting here telling you interrupt too much, and all I do is talk over you the entire show. It's okay. It's what I do. That's just that's just how I talk, though. All right, let's All right, go. here we go. 20 questions. Okay. Is this person... Let's Let's... Let's go. Is this person in the W associated with the WWE? Yes. All right, man. This is, I usually can get to these. Uh, Is this person, is this person a current WWE superstar? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Is this a male superstar? Yes, it is. 
Okay, so we got a male super male WWE superstar. This is I should be able to handle this. Uh, is this person associated with Monday Night Raw? No. No. SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown, yes. Okay, I keep waiting for an NXT one, and I, I'm trying to to brush up on my NXT a little bit. Okay. Even though I probably fail, I so. will fail very hard. <laughs> if you if y'all decide Wikipedia to hit me, would be my. If y'all friend. hit me with an NXT, I'm in in major trouble because I think like I could only fucking do Braun Breaker or the T- Tamiso Chichapo, whatever his name is. All Those right. are my two NXT. Uh, uh, is this person in a tag team? Yes. SmackDown tag team. SmackDown tag team. Mm, okay. Is this person a member of the Usos? No. Is this member, is this person a member of the New Day? Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Okay. Well, that was quick to get yeah, there. Yeah, that was so pretty now, quick. You got that so now I just got to uh, Now I've just got to eliminate, how do I differentiate between the three of them? Um, does this person host a show about video games? No. So it's not Xavier. Uh, is this person the hand of the king? Yes, it is. Is this person Kofi Kingston? Yes, it is. How many questions? That was an 11 questions. That was really good. I, I feel like I pretty should... fast on that one. Kofi's an easy one. <clears throat> He's I one should... of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. I thought you would get that one pretty quickly. New I really Days like are my him. favorite. I appreciate you. You went easy on me because I don't mm-hmm, feel well good. this week. I was going to challenge you. can bring you. the heat coming in next week. Plus, we're a day late on posting this, yeah. so we've got to scramble to get all this stuff out. Yes, sir. That was fun. How long did we go? Uh, 57 minutes. Yeah, that felt like a shorter one. That feels like yeah. the pace we need, though. We need to speed this up a little bit. Yes. I, I didn't ramble too much. And I shut up. Yeah. But this <laughs> has been another episode of the Notorious Nerdy D Casual Wrestling Podcast. As always, I am Nerdy D. That is Level Up Lauren, and you can ring the final bell. Ding ding.